Okay, Zakta Mishnah. I'll start four lines in. Okay, Mishnah on Kovbeis and Mabeis. We're talking about here what happens if you have a uh, musical instrument in the base of Mikdash and uh, it needs to be repaired, right? A string snaps. Now, what's the point of the musical instrument in the base of Mikdash? It was, it was played as a machshirin for the carbon tamid. So it was a chiyav. You needed to uh, play the instruments. So if you broke a string, you couldn't play it. So what's the din? So Zakta Mishnah. You can tie the string of an instrument that broke in the Mikdash, but not in the Medina. It's only something you're allowed to do in the base of Mikdash. However, to insert the string initially, not to repair, but to attach a string initially, would be usher in both places. So now in the Gemara, we're going to discuss what's going on here. Zakta Gemara. First of all, we're going to ask Akasha. Verminu, ask Astira. How could you say that if a string breaks, you can do Kshira, you can tie a full blown knot? The string of a harp that broke, you can't tie it with a real knot. You can only do a bow, okay, which is a more type of tying. So the Gemara, is, the Gemara first is going to try to answer two, two different ways. Answer the steward. This is Rabbanon Rebeliezer. Which Rabbanon Rebeliezer? The Rebeliezer. According to Rabbi Eliezer, that holds is Rabbi Eliezer from the end of Eliezer the Milah of Shabbos, the Amar Machshirim Mitzvah Doichinus Shabbos. So, according to Rabbi Eliezer, that holds that Machshirim Milah or Doichin Shabbos Koishra, you can actually tie a full blown knot because he's saying you can do a Machshirim that's a Doraisa. Okay, the Rabbanon the Amri ain't Doichin. According to Rabbanon that holds Machshirim Milah and not Doichin Shabbos, so then Einva, and that's how we understand Mishnah is Rabbi Eliezer, Raisa is Rabbanon. Really, you want to say the Mishnah is Rebbe Yezer? The Mishnah clearly says that you can't insert a string initially. If Rebbe Yezer would hold, there's no problem with doing that. Rebbe Yezer, even if you remember, held that you can, uh, you can burn wood to make charcoal to make the instrument. Right? So of course here you should be able to attach a string. So it can't be what's going on. What's the difference between the Mishnah and the Brisa? Okay, the Mishnah which said Kaishrin. Okay, that is uh, Rebbe, uh, the Mishnah which said Kaishrin. Uh, Rabbi Yehuda holds that Aniva is the same as Kashira. Okay, it makes no difference. So therefore, the Mishnah, either way, it's Rabbi Eliezer, which we're going to come back to in a second. And either way, Machshirin Ardeicha Shabbos. The Mishnah said Kaishrin, that's according to the Rabbanon, and we're coming to tell you that even in Isr Daraisa you can do. And the Braisa, which said Aniva is Rabbi Yehuda, who holds Aniva, is the same as Kashira. So we're basically saying in both Shitas, it's a way of saying that you're allowed to do an Isr Daraisa in preparation. To which the Gemara is going to come back right back to the same question. Rabbi Yehuda, uh, uh, Rabbi Yehuda So who's this going according to? You have to be saying that this is both Rabbi Yehuda, both according to the Rabbanon and Rabbi Yehuda, we're going to Shitas Rabbi Yehuda, that you're allowed to do Machshir Mila Daraisa on Shabbos. Again, we're back to our same question, which is, I should be able to insert the string. Why is this only true for fixing the string of the instrument? So the Gemara is now going to, we're going to have three answers, three possible ways to explain the, um, explain the stira, which gives us insight into the explanation of how we understand the Mishnah. Number one, Harab Shimon, Harabonon, that we're going to say that the Brisa is Rav Shimon, and the Mishnah is Rabbanon. Okay, meaning that the Rabbanon hold, like Rebbe Liezer, limited, that I'm allowed to do machshirin, she'i efshir la'asoisoi. So it's the Rabbanon, which Rabbanon? The Rabbanon of Rebbe Liezer. Rebbe Liezer holds that even if I was able to do it on Friday, I was able to prepare for the mitzvah on Friday, still on Shabbos I'm allowed to do the preparations. The Rabbanon hold, no. If you couldn't do the preparations on Friday before Shabbos, then you can do the, then you can do the preparations. If you could have, then we don't allow you. So over here, that's how we understand the chilek 
right? In the Mishnah, we're saying that you can repair because then I couldn't have done. I couldn't have repaired. I didn't break before Shabbos. But I can't answer it initially because if you're making an instrument, that you should have done before Shabbos. Okay, the Har of Shimon, who doesn't hold, who holds that Machshir in our Aser. Where do we see this? The Tanya in Brisa, Ben Levi, Shenifsaka Loinima Bekinar, right? If the Levi's instruments got a Nifsak, right? It got a broken Bekinar, Kaishra, you can tie it with a knot. That is the Rabbanon. Again, you can tie it with a knot, like we said, because Machshirin, that you have the day before, you can do it. Rib Shimon Aimer, Einva, you tie it with a bow. Okay, because he holds no. You can't do Machshirin, Machshirin on Adaycha. So therefore, do a bow, a bow, an aniva. An aniva is not a kshira da raisa, and that's how you fix it. Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar, now we have a third sheet in the brisa over here, who says, don't do either of these two, they're not good, right? That if you break a string in your guitar, if, every, if any of you play a guitar, string breaks, can you tie it, and would it just work? Probably not, I guess. It's not the proper way to fix it. Rabbi Shimon ben Elazar, Aymer, afhi ena mishmas sakol. It's not going to accomplish what you're trying to do here. Ela mishal malamata, what you should do is you, uh, you drop it from the top, from the bottom, and the koyach melamala, that's the ideal fix, right? You put, however the, the instrument looks, I guess it's somewhat like a guitar where you put the string through and then it goes around the peg and then you turn those things, right? So, so what we're saying is fix it the proper way. Don't bother to do a kshira, okay? Don't bother doing an aniva, you don't, you, right? That's not going to do anything. Kshira is not going to be a good fix anyways, and since you're allowed, it's like, holds, just go ahead and fix it the way it's supposed to be fixed. Okay. The, the Rabbanon say just do a regular kshira. Okay. So that's one way of understanding. Uh, again, Mishnah of the Rabbanon, Rabbi Eliezer, that hold Bachshirin that you are not able to do before Shabbos, you can do on Shabbos. And the Baraisa, which says, Ein Vazhar Shimon, who holds you're not allowed to do any sort of Bachshirin, and therefore do Aniva, which is just a, not, it's not an Isra Daraisa, it's an Isra Darabonon. And like uh, anything in the Mikdash, you're allowed to do an Isra Darabonon in the Mikdash. Viva Yisema, another way of explaining the Stira, Hava Harabonon. Both are going to be the Rabbanon. But like Kasha, Kan Be'emsa, Kamen Atzar. It depends. Min Ha'emsa, in order to fix it, you need Kshira. Min Atzar, all you need is Aniva. So therefore, it depends on where it broke. The Mishnah is talking about where it broke in the middle. You need Kshira in order to fix it. And the Brisa is talking about where it broke at the end, okay, and there you only need Aniva. Vibay Seima, third way to explain this stira is, okay, Vibay Seima, Hava Hava Emtsa, it broke in the middle, and then there's just a Machlekes Tanayim between the Mishnah and the Brisa, whether we are Geyser, Marsav, or Gozrinon. One Mandamar holds, we're Geyser, Emtsa, right? Since if it broke Min Hatzad at one of the ends, all you would need is Aniva. So therefore, of course, you could do aniva. Now, what happens if it breaks in the middle? If we allow you to do, we're concerned that if we allow you to do kshira in the middle, you might come to do kshira if it breaks on one of the sides, right? And therefore, that mandamar holds always do aniva. So really, haba ha, both the Mishnah and the Bryce are talking about where it breaks in the middle. And then it's a question of, is there a gzera, marsava gazrinan, that I'm going to make a gzera, I will never let you actually do kshira, even though, even though theoretically we should allow it, right? Because machshirin are deicha, Except that we're never going to allow you to do kshira because you could get by with Haniva, even though it's not ideal, and because we don't want you to, by mistake, do kshira, which is an Isra Daraisa, when it's Minatzad. And Umar Sabar, and the Mandamar of the Mishnah holds, we're not geyser, and therefore we'll allow you to do kshira when it breaks in the middle. We're not geyser, Atu Minatzad. Okay, next, Zuck the next Mishnah. Now we're going to talk about warts. Chaitchin Yavelis Bimikdash. Now let's say an animal has a wart on it, so it's, it's also to be brought as a carbon. Okay, we say the mikdash, you can cut off the wart. 
Okay, that's only you could take it off. You could pluck off the wart with your hands. You can't use a scalpel or a knife, right, to take it off. Now, a live wart with a kli, that's an isr according to everybody. Biyar is an isr And then we're going to discuss also the concept of lach versus yavesh. Right, if the wart has already dried out, Okay, where, where does it stand? So, those are the factors here, right? Kli or Yad versus Lach or Yavish. So now, Zak the Gemara. Veramino, ask a steer again. Here it says that you can pluck off the wart, right? With your Veramino, here, Kiv, let's say you have a carbon Pesach. And the carbon Pesach, you need to get it from place to place. So here, Kiv, here Kiva, you can, you can basically wrap the animal around your shoulders. You could bring it from outside the Tchum. Okay, so the so that's number one here, kivu. Okay, so you can put it, um, you can put it either on your shoulders or michutz l'tchum. Vechatichas yevalosai and cutting off the wart of a karm pesach ain't deichen is not going to be deicha shabbos. Okay, but what do we see? The chachamim hold it's not deicha. So again, we have clearly here a stira. It says that for a karm pesach chatichas yevelas is not deicha, and our mishnah says it is. Karm pesach, we say you can't cut off the wart. Our mishnah says you can. So how are we going to answer this? So we're going to, we're going to have um, essentially uh, three sets of answers. The first answer is going to be split into two. So part A, part B, right? So we're going to have one A, one B, and then we're going to have a second answer and a third answer. So let's go. That both cases are talking about a live wart, right? It's not dead. It's still, it's a very much a fresh wart. But like Kasha, so how am I going to understand the difference between the Mishnah and the, the Mishnah here and in Psachim? Khan, our Mishnah here is biyad. So we're saying again, it's biyad. You're plucking off a, the, a, a fresh wart, biyad. That's an Isidur Abanon. Khan, bikli. By Psachim, it's bikli. Okay, so that's a very simple way to understand it. Our Mishnah, which says, Dorabanons, you're allowed to do b'mikdash. Therefore, you can pluck off the wart with your hand. But in Psachim, where it says you're not allowed to, oh, you know why? It's also hectish. But the reason you can't is because that's a Daraisa with a kli. Bechad Amar, another way to explain the, the difference here is, either way, we're talking about a Durabanan. Hava Habiyad, both the Mishnah here and Psachim, we're talking about where you, t- you can only remove the wart with your hand. Velay Kasha, Habalacha, the Mishnah Psachim, which says you can take off a wart, that's talking about Lacha. That's a fresh, right, a fresh wart, and therefore it's going to be a real problem, real Durabanan. Habiyabasha, that's the Mishnah Psachim, and that's why, I'm sorry, Velay Kasha, Habalacha, the Mishnah which says you cannot remove it, even Biyad is in Psachim. Where it says you can't is because it is a lacha; it's a fresh wart. But habayabasha, our Mishnah, which says you can, it's biyad, but that's because it's a dried habayavasha, um, right? It's with a dried out wart. So frakti gemara. Now we're gonna have to understand why does each sheet not say like the other one? Ulamanda amar, according to the manda amar that says we're talking about a fresh wart, and the Mishnah here is habayad, biyad. We're saying you could take it off. It's just dry on habaklin psachim, which is the raisa. Right, that you can't take it off. It's because it's with a cleave. My time, Amar Hamalacha Yevesha. Why didn't he say Lacha and Yevesha? So Amar Lach, he didn't like this whole Yevesha because Amar Lach Yevesha, Nami Shari, that a dry wart is not a wart, and therefore you could even take it off with a cleave. So therefore, he couldn't explain. He had to say that we're talking about a live or fresh wart. It can't be a dried out one. 
My taima, right? You can even take it off with a clean. My taima ifruchi ifruchi. It crumbles, right? It's not. You're not actually removing anything. It's already. It's essentially already there. It's a crusty already, and all you're doing is shaving off the crust by using a clean. So that wouldn't be an isra at all. So there's no problem of y- removing a yavish word any any time. The mandamar who says that it must be both cases are biyad, and we're talking about that in Pesachim it's lacha, and therefore you can't take it, and over here it's yavesha. My time Why wouldn't he say that our Mishnah is talking about uh, biyad, and in Pesachim it's talking about bakli? Amar lach bakli, okay, because I'll tell you why. Bakli, it's not even a question. Hai tanan in bakli kanu kanu in our Mishnah, we already said kli kanu kan aser. So then, what would be the chiddush over here? Right? What would be the what were we learning from Pesachim at all? Okay, v'idach and the mandamer who said that both cases are talking about lacha hadik tani hasam that which we said in Pesachim. So he's right. He's coming to answer this question. Okay, so basically, you're telling me the way you understood it. Okay, that you said either way it's lacha. Our Mishnah is biyad derabanan. The Mishnah Pesachim is bekli daraisa. What's the chiddush in the Mishnah Pesachim? Right, that's what we're saying. Of course, Bikli is going to be Asr. Our Mishnah says it here. And we know that's in the Siddhar Raisa. So why in Pesachim would we say that Bikli is going to be Asr? It's a waste. It's a waste. It's a waste. What are we coming to tell us? So the Gemara says, the the reason why he even bothered by Pesachim to say it's going to be Asr with the Kli, Lacha and Kli, that's in the Siddhar Raisa, is Hasam by Pesachim Mishim de Kabayi, Iflugi Rabbi Yezer Verabanan. Because remember, there's a Rabbi Yezer there, right? If you look first wide line, Ein Deichen, Rabbi Yezer Amadeichen. He holds, right? So Rabbi Yezer Shita, that Nachshiren. Right, are going to be daicha. So he holds that a chatichas yavelas daraisa by psachim would be daicha. So therefore, the reason why he says that we, we even bother to say, according to the Tanakama, that it's going to be a usher, if it's an isr daraisa, is we contrast it to bring the machlekes with Rabbi Yezer. The idach. Okay, so now, what does it come out? There's two, right, so far in 1a and 1b, we have two ways of understanding it, right? According to one manda amar, we're both cases, both the Mishnah here and Pesachim, we're talking about Lacha, right? And our Mishnah is saying Biyad, so it's an Isra Darabana, and Pesachim is an Isra Daraisa. The other way to explain it is either way we're talking about Biyad, now it's always going to be Daraisa, both cases Daraisa. Our Mishnah is Yavesha, where it's dried out, and the other Mishnah is talking about, um, uh, um, talking about Bilacha, right? But either way it's Biyad. So what's the difference between these two? What is the status of the Mishnah in Pesachim? That Mishnah in Pesachim, is that a Daraisa thing that's Asr or a Jarabanan thing that's Asr? So what he's saying is, V'idach, according to the Manda Amar, who's the second Manda Amar, who learned it was Biyad, either way it's Biyad, and that means in Pesachim it's only in Jarabanan, why didn't he want to learn like the other guy who held that the Mishnah in Pesachim is a Daraisa? Well, and, and, and then, like we said, we're contrasting the Machlegus Rabbanon and Rabbi Ezer. Ah, I'll tell you why. That both Hirkivu and Hevesa Michotzotchom are both going to be Isser Durabanans. And therefore, we want the reason why he, the, the second uh, Manda Omar learned the Mishnah himself is talking about Biyad, and that is Balacha, okay, uh, is because it, we wanted a case of Yavela that's Durabanan. Just like the other two cases, right? If you look in that price of Araminu, we started right in the Gemara, Hirkivu, Hevesa Michotzotchom, those are both Durabanan cases. Hirkivu Seifai is a Durabanan case. Why? Putting the animal on your shoulders, even though you can't convert Shisavram to Shisayachin. Why? Zuck Rashi, because Chayne says Atzmai. So Hirkivu is a Durabanan. Chutzlutchum Tchumen is Durabanan. And therefore, when I get to the case of Yaveles, I wanted a Durabanan case. What's a Durabanan case? 
That means belacha biyad. So, and it's not talking about that you're doing it at the in the mikdash. You're doing. What about in shvus for mikdash? That it doesn't apply over here. So, so uh, um, again, we're going to have to discuss in shvus and mikdash here. But and, and when 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 it does or doesn't apply. But yeah, we're saying these things are not going to be usher. Okay? And that's going to be one, one a different answer of the Gemara is going to be there's a difference between Shvos be Mikdash be Mikdash and Shvos Mikdash Shalai be Mikdash. This is considered, right? It's, it's in between. The Idach. So now going back to the other Mandamar, he's going to say, what do you mean? I hold that the Mishnah Psachim is Lacha Bekli, Daraisa. Right? So how is he going to understand? How do you compare? We have three cases here. We have Perkibal, Seifai, Chainas, that's a Durabanan. We have Tchumen, that's a Durabanan. And then I have Yavelas. Well, now that's a Daraisa. That's a strange Braisa. We switch from Darabanan to Daraisa. The Idach, he says, no. Here, Kivai, the like Rab Nasan. Okay, he's saying, because I don't hold like Rab Nasan. The Amar Chainas says, Hatzmai. So I don't hold in that. And I basically make Chutzah, Tchum, Kurabi, Kivai, Namar, Tchum, Daraisa. So therefore, fundamentally, the two ways of understanding this Gemara. Right, are going to be the two ways of understanding the Gemara Psachim is do we learn the, how we contrast our Mishnah with with the Mishnah Psachim is fundamentally how we learn the Mishnah Psachim. So if you learn the Mishnah Psachim as that it's talking about Dura Raisas, so then you're going to say that the difference between our Mishnah and that Mishnah is either way it's Bilacha and it's just a question. Our Mishnah is Biyad, Ancient Mikdash, and therefore you're allowed. And that Mishnah is Bekli, it's an Isra Daraisa. Or according to the other Manda Amar. Right? I hold that the Mishnah, the whole Mishnah in Psachim is Durabanan. Since it's Durabanan, so either way it has to be Biyad. That's Biyad Lacha. And our Mishnah is Biyad Yevesha, where, where it's a dried word. Okay? So, Fractigamara, Masif Rev Yesef, we're going to ask a question now on the first Manda Amar. How could you say, right? How could you say that we're talking about? That it's Lacha and it's Yad versus Kli. How could you say the Mishnah Psachim is Doraisa, right? That's the difference between these two Shitas. Is the Mishnah Psachim Doraisa Dorabon on Master Rabbi Yasef? Amar Rabbi Yasef, Kaval Chaimer. Umash Chita Shehim Mishnah Malacha Dechas Hashabbos. Elu Shemishum Shvos. This is going on the Mishnah in Psachim. Elu Shemishum Shvos. In a Din Shiyedchas Hashabbos. So we bring a Kaval Chaimer predicated on saying that these are Mishnah Shvos for sure should be Dechas Hashabbos. So we see that what? Clearly the Mishnah Psachim is Shvos. So the first way of learning is wrong. Can't be Balacha Bikli. Because that would make the, the Mishnah Psachim a Daraisa. And here we ask a Kalbachimer saying it's Shvus. Ella. So, okay. So basically, we're done with the first, the first 1A and 1B. We slug up 1A. That's essentially what happens. The first way of learning is shlug, we slug up either it's talking about Balacha, and then our Mishnah here is Biyad, and there it's Bikli. That we slug up. Or, so the first one we're left with is the first Mahalacha learning is. That it's we're talking about biyad, and here it's biyavesha, and in psachim it's bi, it's belacha. Elamar of Yosef, Rabbi Yosef is going to have a second mahalach of learning it. Ha biyad, and this is what you were speaking out before. Either way, it's biyad, right? Either way, it's biyad, like we said. Okay, it's always talking about a drabanon, and there's a difference. Vishvus mikdash, but mikdash hitiru. Our mishnah is in the right. You're going ahead. You're shechting a carbon tamid, right? A regular carbon zebra on Shabbos. So that's shvus mikdash, bim mikdash. You're in the mikdash. It's a shvus mikdash, and therefore it's going to be deicha. Okay. Either way, we're talking about biyad, and it's belacha. Doesn't matter. 
Okay, Shvus Mikdash Mikdash Hitiru, Shvus Mikdash Bimedina La Hitiru. That even though it's Karim Pesach is Din of Hektish, it's Bimedina. Since it's not taking place in the base of Mikdash, therefore we did not allow both cases are Dindra Banan. Both cases are talking about that you did it Biyad and it's Belacha. Okay, and that's how we explain the difference. Yasa Rabbi Bakamar La Shmaitza. So Rabbi was saying this Kamara eight favor Safala Baya. I don't understand. How could you say that a Shvus? How could you say that a Shvus? Mikdash, Shvus of Hektish, Bimedina, when it doesn't take place in the base of Mikdash, we're not going to waive the Isser Shvus. What do you mean? Isser Safal Abraya, ah, here's an Erev and Sugya. Hayekayer Sefer Allah Skufa. Maybe. Hayekayer Sefer Allah Skufa. Okay, you're reading a Sefer we just had a little while ago. You're reading a Sefer um, earlier in the week. You're reading a Sefer on the Skufa. Vinizkaga Sefer Miyadoi. And what happens? You're holding one side of the Sefer and it rolls off of your hands. Right, rolls from your hands, and you're still holding one one side. The you're allowed to roll it back. Right now, what's the case? We're assuming the case is that you're in a rishus ha yachid. The sefer rolled into rishus rabbin. What was the whole shvus here? The shvus was the zegzera. The rabbanon said you can't roll it. Why? Because you might come to drop the second part, and then you'll go and pick it up from rishus rabbin to rishus yachid. Right now, this is a sefer is a din of mikdash. It's a davar shabekedusha. It's a safer, which makes it a davar shabakdusha bimedina. And what did we say? We say We say you could roll it back up. So we see that even bimedina, when it comes to a davar shabakdusha, will wave the shvos, will wave the gzera. The Gemara says, "What are you talking about? That's, that wasn't remember. Remember that case? It wasn't rishus hayachad rishus harabim? But lavu came now b'skufa karmelis rishus harabim mavaris lafanah to keep in the egdu biyada. I feel shvus nami laka. Right? We said that that's that's the case. Not you're not sitting in the rishus hayachad. Rather, you're sitting in the skufa. Okay, and therefore it's only a gezera on a drabana, and that's why we were in geyser when it came to karmelis. But of course." If you were sitting in Rosh Hashayachid, we would not allow you to roll it back because Shvos Mikdash Medina is still going to be Aser. Esve, we ask Akasha. Mishal Shonah, so when you go to roast your Karim Pesach, Mishal Shonah, Pesach L'Tanor, so you put your Karim Pesach into the Tanor, Im Chashecha, right? So Erev, Erev Yontif, okay? You can put it in Im Chashecha, okay? Now, this must be V'ahacha, um, right? So this must be Shabbos, Right, it's an Arab Shabbos. So first uh, day of Pesach, San Shabbos. And you put it in, what we're saying is, right before, you have to take your carbon Pesach, you shechted it on the 14th right before. You can eat it that night. You could drop it into the oven right before Shabbos. Normally, you're not allowed to put food on the fire right before Shabbos. Right? The only time we said you're allowed, let's say, is if, it, if, it, is if it's going to take a long time to cook. It's not going to be edible. But this is a steak. Put a, put a steak on the grill. It's ready in uh, 20 minutes. Two minutes, depending on how well, how well you like it. Okay? But what we're saying here is you're allowed to drop this. You're allowed to be Mishal Shalin. Mishal Shalin is a Pesach Latanur. You can drop the Karim Pesach into the, into the oven, Imcha Sheikha. Put your roast in. This is something for, for Hektish, and it's Bimedina, right? This is a mitzvah to eat the Karim Pesach, and it's Bimedina. It's taking place in your own personal oven. Right? And yet, we said that you're allowed to put it in to cook right before Shabbos. Right? The whole reason why you can't put something in right before Shabbos is Shem We don't have a Shem issue here. We see that we do waive the restriction even in Medina. So how could you explain that the Mishnah in Psachim, when we said that you can't, uh, that you can't do it, that you can't go ahead and cut off the Yaveles, is because it's a Shvos Mikdash B'Medina. So Ishtik. So Abai kept quiet. Yosef. 
Rav Yosef tried to answer. Amalei, hachi Amalei or Safra. Amalei, my time alot tishanilei. Why didn't you answer the following? Bnei Chabur is using him. Okay, why don't you just answer Bnei Chabur's reason? Hey, that meaning, what's the reason why in the Beis HaMikdash we will waive the restriction on a Durabanon is because Kahanim's reason, hey, so too Bnei Chabur's reason, hey. And Abaya, he didn't answer that because Abaya, Kahanim's reason, hey, Aminon, Bnei Chabur's reason, hey, Loi Aminon. He doesn't apply that. Okay, so the second answer of saying that there's a difference between Shvos Mikdash, Mikdash, Shvos Mikdash, and Medina, that is going to, we have a Kasha if you hold like Abaya, like Rav Yasef or Rav Safra, we're able to answer that Kasha. Okay? Rava Amar, here's going to be the third answer. Rava Amar. Rabbi Eliezer, he. Okay? That really, our Mishnah is Rabbi Eliezer, he. Da Amar, Machshir Mitzvah Dechanes HaShabbos. Our Mishnah is going to hold Machshir Mitzvah Dechanes HaShabbos. Umayyad Rabbi Eliezer, the Kamar Lafshur, Lishinuye, Mishan Inan. Okay? Really, we're both talking about Balacha. We're both talking about Biyad. Okay? And, okay, the Mishnah is is like Rabbi Yezer. Remember Rabbi Yezer in, remember Rabbi Yezer argued? It was only the Tanakhama who held you're not allowed to do it. Rabbi Yezer holds you're allowed to do it. So now it works perfectly. Rabbi Yezer, Oimer Deichen, Yavelis is Deichen, and our Mishnah holds that as well. Right? It's not the Rabbanon. Our Mishnah is not the Rabbanon in Psachen. It's Rabbi Yezer who argues and says that Chatichas Yavelis is okay. Okay, but either way we're talking about Okay, um, it's Shidus Rebbe Yezer. What does Rebbe Yezer hold? Rebbe Yezer holds that you're allowed to do Machshir Mitzvah is Doichin Shabbos. However, this is going to be important. So Rebbe Yezer holds you're allowed to do Machshirin. However, Kama, Moedu Rebbe Yezer, the Kama, the Efshel Shinu Yimishaninan, any Shino you can make, you should make. Okay, and therefore that's why we hold in our Mishnah that you can't do it with Since you could do it with your finger, take off the wart with your finger. Even though Rabbi Lezer himself holds that the rice you're allowed to do, Machshir Mitzvah's mutter, if there's a way to do it in a more mutter, dikah oifin, do it. So take it off with your finger. Now, Mahi, how do we know that Rabbi Lezer holds of this concept that Hecha de'efshel l'shanunye mishaninon? Anytime you can do something differently, you should do it. Titania. This is going to be a little gross. Titania. We have a brice of Kayin shall also buy Avela. So a Kayin, he's not allowed to do Avela with a wart. So let's say Kayin has a wart. Chaveroi chaytcholah bishinav. His friend can remove it. With his teeth. Okay? So you're a Kayin. You have a wart. You can't do it. I can come and I can bite off your wart for you. Okay? Now, there's two levels of Shinoi here. What are the two levels of Shinoi? Number one, biting. And number two, my friend doing it. Right? That I can't bite off my own. I go, I can't bite it off myself. Okay? So there's two levels of Shinoi. So what are we going to see here? Now, I just want to be also clear. Uh, there's three ways to cut, to, to cut off a wart. Okay? Bikli. Right, I could use a knife. Biyad, I could pluck it. And then, Bishinov, with my teeth. Okay? So, here we're saying, Chaveiroi, right, I do it myself, so there's two levels of Shinoi. Number one, my friend's doing it. Number two, it's the weirdest way, with his teeth. Okay? Bishinov in, Bikli loy. Chaveiroi in, Iu loy. So now, money. Who is this price that says, when a coin has a wart on Shabbos, that his friend should do it with his teeth? Ilay Rabbanon, if you want to say it's the Rabbanon, Uva Mikdash, and we're saying it's the Rabbanon, and they hold ain't Shvos Mikdash. So I don't understand. Keep the Rabbanon, but Alma, Misham Shvos. Since the Rabbanon already hold that uh, removing a wart with your teeth is a Shvos, Hacha Mali, who? Mali Chaveroi. So all I need, according to Rabbanon, in order to be able to do it in the base of Mikdash, is a Shvos. So once, once we say biting with your teeth, 
So why should I be able to? I should be able to bite it off myself, the kain, because at, at that point it's only a derabanan. I no longer need my friend to bite off my word for me. So why here are we saying friend? El alav, you have to say it's Rabbi Lazar. The Amar Baal Machayev Chatas. Rabbi Lazar holds that even removing a wart. So there's another machlekes when it comes to cutting fingernails, right? Which we're, we're we're applying to this case of cutting off a wart. That even cutting with your teeth is going to be considered. So cutting a wart with your teeth would be the raisa according to Rabbi Lazar. The Rabbanon hold that it's El Rabbanon only Bikli. Rabbi Lazar holds it's the raisa. So therefore, Elama, you have to say it's Rabbi Lazar Shita. Damar Baalma Chayiv Chatas that says cutting, right, biting off a word is Chayiv Chatas. And therefore, the only way to explain why you need two levels of Shinoi is it's not two levels of Shinoi. According to Rabbi Lazar, biting with your teeth is Chayiv Chatas. And therefore, your friend can do it. Right? So it must be Rabbi Lazar. And what are we saying? That Rabbi Lazar holds your friend should do it. Because you biting it off is an Isra Daraisa. So we see, bro, I don't understand. Rabbi Lezer holds Machshirin is Deiche. So why do you have to have your friend do it? Ah, we see that what? Kamad So to over here, even though our Mishnah, like Rabbi Lezer and Psachim, holds that you can remove the wart, you can't do it because Kamad in our Mishnah, right? We said Kamad Remove the wart from the animal, Biyad. Okay, because you could do it Ayyad Eshinoy. So now the Gemara wants to try to answer no. Maybe really this Brisa, when a Kayan has a wart, is Rabbanon. Really it's Rabbanon. The E also, if the wart really means his stomach, but it means it's in front of him, it's on his hand, he can bite it off, whatever, it's somewhere in the front of him. Hachanami, you're right, that the Kayan himself could bite it off. Because all you need is one level of Shinoi in order to do a B'mikdash. And biting is Shinoi. Okay, so I, why do I need a friend? The wart, the gaba, is on his back, or under his elbows. Okay, he can't, the wart's on his back. He can't bite his own back. So therefore, the friend doing it for him is orche, and the biting is the shvos, right? The biting is the shvos. And uh, if the biting is the shvos, so now I understand what the, why the price is saying. It's not really two levels of shinoi. Chaver is not a shinoi in this case. It's only one level of Shinoi, and it's really the Rabbanon, and it's not Rabbi Lezer. If it's not Rabbi Lezer, I have no raya that it, of this concept, according to Rabbi Lezer, that even though something machshirin is daicha, come to Efshel Shinoi, Why didn't you do it with his hand, then? Very good. The Rabbanon, the Gemara, if it's the Rabbanon, makes no difference, hand or teeth, nishakle, nialibiyad, I think you have to have cheated. There's no way. Very good. Okay, the Rabbanon, nish. Right? Nishkale, nihale, biyad. So I don't understand. Why? Why would he have to bite it? Let his friend come and take it with his hand. Okay? It seems a lot more palatable. The tifshit. And then that would be a raya. If we would go ahead and say that, that the Rabbanon said you could do a biyad, the tifshit, it would be a raya to Rebbe Lazar. It would be a raya to Rebbe Lazar shita that holds, Dama Rebbe Lazar, machlekes biyad. That holds that the whole machlekes between the Rabbanon and uh, Rabbanon and Rabbi Yezer is biyad about bekli. Even the Rabbanon are going to agree that removing a wart bekli is going to be chayiv. So the point is, why wouldn't we have said biyad? If it's truly the Rabbanon, why say, why say that he removes it with his teeth? Ah, so the Gemara is going to go back. Okay, fine, fine. So you want to say it's Rabbi Yezer? Good. And according to you, and according to you, that no, really the wart is on the front, right? It's not on the back. According to you, Rabbi Yezer, the wart's on the front. Chaveroi institutes a shinoi. Removing a wart, whether it's biyad bekli or bishinoi, bishina, is either way is going to be 
a din in Isser Dal Raisa, right? That's how we have to understand it, right? So the only Shinoi here is Chavei, right? Same deal. Same, you can ask the same question. Because either way, it's Dal Raisa, so what's the difference if I do it with Klei Biyad or, or Bishina? Bishina with this teeth. As long as my friend's doing it, that's my Shinoi. So the Gemara says, Hi, my. There's a concept here. What's the bar for the Rabbanon, if we want to say it's the Rabbanon? All we care is to get it, take it from a Doraisa to a Dorabanon. But once we employ this concept of Belazar, what are we trying to prove? That means we want to make the situation as good as we possibly can. holds, you can do full-blown Doraisa if you need to. So now I understand. So I understand I'm Gozer Yad Atukli. Okay? And as Rashi explains... As Rashi explains, yad do kli, and on that same logic of saying, don't use a kli, use your yad, also don't use your yad, use a shinoi, because like we said, kama de Any changes I can make to this will just better the situation. So then I understand that we're just, in Rebbe Me'ikar Adin, he could even take it off himself if there was no other option with a, with a kli. He could do a full-blown daraisa. Now we're into this, try to be as, do it as, 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 as nicely as possible. So we'll say, okay, Chavera is a Shinoi, and then uh, Shina, you're right, they're all going to be Daraisas, whether it's Shina, Yad, or Kli, but what we're saying is do it in the weirdest possible way. That's the most covered for Shabbos. So then I understand. But according to Rabbanon, Eli Amit Rabbanon, he, there's no difference between Shina, or they don't all of this concept of coming to Efshel, Shana, We would never have a half a minute to say that. All we need is the Rabbanon, so therefore it should make no difference whether it's Yad or Shina, and therefore must be that it's not the Rabbanon. Nothing else to discuss over here. Basically, what we're saying is that this price has to be Rabbi Lazar. We see this concept that even though Rabbi Lazar holds the Machshir in his Doiche, anything, any, a comment to Efshel Shanim Mishaninon, and now we can understand that our Mishnah could be Rabbi Lazar, Rabbi Lazar, who says, you can, I'm going to go to the next Mishnah. Okay. Avaloi Bekli, right? Um, Next Mishnah. Let's say a Kayan, he has a wound on his hands. Okay? So you can wrap a reed, but not Medina. Okay? It's a problem of, it's healing, right? It's Masi, it's a medicine. And that is an Isidurabonon. So, right? Gezer Mishim Schicha Samamonim. Okay, so therefore, but Mikdash, we say you can do that. You can put a band-aid on. But you can't do it. However, if your goal is, if you're putting something on to squeeze out more blood, that is and therefore you can't do that. Even in the base of Mikdash. That which we said you could wrap as a band-aid, that's a reed. Only a reed, right? A plant. But a belt, a small belt, it's now you're adding a baguette and there's a problem with the kayin, okay, that you can't add a baguette. No. argues and says, no, it's not, not going to be a problem with yitur begadim because it is you're putting this on your hand. Right? So now, one second. How could you go ahead and put anything on at all? Read or, or, or a baguette, right? And it's even it's going to be chatzitza. So the Gemara says, this small, you put it on your left hand, which you don't need for the Avaidah, the Kayin does Avaidah, which is the right hand. Or it's on his right hand, but not for Makam Avaidah. Okay, so we see that. What are you doing over here? You're putting a reed, it's Shleim Makam Avaidah. Okay, and you're putting on the, 
Okay? And so I, if it's, if it's not, for, not really for the Avodah, it's saying it's unsightly, right? It's, it's not proper for a Kayin to be doing Avodah with the blood oozing out of him. So, so therefore, we're going to allow you to put it in the base of Mikdash. So now, Upliga de Rava. Rav Yechanan argues What does Rav Yechanan say? Rav Yechanan said, Rav Yehuda comes along and says that it's only a reed, but a tzitzel kata on a small belt would be a problem of Yitur Begadim. Even though we now have said that where is this maka? It's shaloi b'makam avoda. Because if it was b'makam avoda, then it would be chatzitza. So we see that even shaloi b'makam avoda, same type of idea, that uh, having a tiltal, a belt, would be a problem of yitzir begadim. Rabbi Yechanan says, no, those are things as yitzir begadim, except b'makam begadim. So now, Upliga, this that Rabbi Yechanan says, will argue the Rava, on Rava. The Amar Rava, Rav Chista, the Makam Begadim, Afil Nima Achas Chaitzet says that if in the place where you normally wear Begadim, even having one extra thread will be a Chatzitza. Shaloi Bemakam Begadim, Shalosh Shalosh Chaitzet says that if it's not Bemakam Begadim, that only something that's three by three would be Chaitzet says here means Yitur Begadim. Rashi says it changes, these terms are somewhat interchangeable. Okay? So, shalosh shalosh will be chaytzetzes. So, what do we see? Pachas mi shalosh shalosh, ena chaytzetzes. So, now, after Yechanan vade pligi. So, Rabbah says that shaloi b'makam begadim, a beggar that's three by three, will be chaytzetz. That argues on Rav Yechanan for sure. Rav Yechanan said no such thing as yitur begadim outside of makam begadim. Question is, what about Adar Rav Yehuda b'reid Rav Yechia, meaning I'm a pligi, pligi, Right? Does Rava argue Rabbi Yehuda Meaning, Rabbi Yehuda Rava says that when do you have a problem of Yitur Begadim? You have a problem of Yitur Begadim when it's three by three. Rabbi Yehuda says that you can't do it Tzotzol Katan. Tzotzol Katan is less than three by three. So it sounds like maybe they would be arguing. The Gemara says, no, Shani Tzotzol Katan, the Chashev. Rava would agree when Rava said that, that you can't have Yitur Begadim unless it's three by three, he means it's either a stam beggar three by three or it's a tzotzel katan that is a, 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 a beggar chashev that would also. So therefore, what we're saying is Rabbi Yechanan and Rava definitely argue. Rabbi Yechanan holds no such thing as Yitzhak Begadim. Shalom Makam Begadim. And uh, Rabbi Yehuda and Rava don't necessarily argue because Rava would hold, Rava could say, Rava says tzotzel katan is a uh, even shalom b'makam begadim, right? Shalom b'makam avayda tilzakatan could be a half second. Could be that Rabbah would agree with that since it's chashav. So that's one way of learning this. Lishnachrina, another lashon. Amar la Rabbi Yehuda bereidu Rebchia loishanu that which we said that you can put a bandage on elagemi. Avot tilzakatan chaytzitz. Okay, that's Rabbi Yehuda bereidu Rebchia the way we learned it before. Again, you can only put a gemi on the wound, but not a tilzakatan, not a small belt. Rabbi Yechanan Amar. He says, Okay, so Rabbi Yechanan here says, What do you mean? Rabbi Yechanan comes to argue on Rabbi Yehuda. I don't understand. You're saying Tzotzel Katan is going to be a problem. Peter Begadim, it's going to be Chaytzetzes. Rabbi Yechanan says, No, the only time it's, we, we said, it's, otherwise we'd have a problem of the Avoid of Chatzitza. We said that, what are we talking about over here? That it's Shaloi B'makayim. Begadim, it's not until three by three. So we see clearly that Rav Yechanan and Rav Yehuda argue, right? That Rav Yechanan clearly says, no, it's not Tzotzel Katan, that's not a problem, it's only a beggar three by three. And we know, that is Rav Amar Chista. 
Okay, that is Rabbi Mechista who said, so now Rav Yechanan, in the second Lashon, Rav Yechanan sounds exactly like Rabbah, but what are we doing in the second Lashon? Rav Yechanan is arguing on Rav Yehuda. Rav Yehuda said Tiltul Katan would be a problem. Rav Yechanan says, no, it's not a problem unless it's three by three. So we see Rav Yechanan clearly does not hold of this concept that Shani Tiltul Katan the Chashev. They're definitely arguing. Lema Pligid Rav Yehuda Bered Rav So let's say that Rava argues on Okay, um, so Rav Yechanan agrees with Rava, so maybe Rava would argue on Rav Yehuda, because we know Rav Yechanan, again, Rava holds like Rav Yechanan, right, that a Beged, Shaloi B'makam Begadim, only if it's three by three. Rav Yechanan argues on Rav Yehuda, because Rav Yehuda says that Tzotzot Katan would, um, only a Gemi would work, you can only cover in a Mikdash with a Gemi, but not with Tzotzot Katan, because that's going to be a problem. So they're arguing. Question is, Rava, who also said like Rabbi Yechanan, is he arguing on Rabbi Yehuda? Umar says, no, Shani Tzotokat HaChashim, we can answer the same thing. Now, Ul Rabbi Yechanan, but like I explained, in this Lashan, it has to be that Rabbi Yechanan and Rabbi Yehuda are definitely arguing. Even though we can make all three, even though we can make both Rabbi Yechanan and Rabbi Yehuda agree to Rava, Rabbi Yechanan and Rabbi Yehuda are arguing. Okay, now, one, just one final question. Rabbi Yechanan, the Ishmin and Gemi, Lishmin and Tzotokatan. So according to Rabbi Yechanan, Rabbi Yehuda came along and said, ah, only a Gemi, not a Tzotokatan. Rabbi Yechanan said, what are you talking about? Tzotokatan is not a problem. It's only if it's a Begah three by three. So why don't you just say Tzotokatan? Why did the mission say Tzotokatan? Why did it say you can only use a Gemi? So the Milsa Agavorcha Kamash Malan, the Gemi Masi. We're saying that even though a Gemi has ability to heal, still you're able to use a Gemi. Tzotokatan, of course you could use a coin to Rabbi Yechanan. Right? It doesn't have any healing powers, but we're saying that you could even use a gemi, which has the ability to heal. Summary. That's why I tried to start a little early today. And then all three of you guys walked in on the exam. I'm like, okay. Either you're writing off the first sugya, or I'll start, I'll start back over. Do you know what we're doing with the shadows yet? Uh, yeah, 8 o'clock at... Um, one second, let me just do this. I'll just do this quickly. Okay, so okay, so we started with kosher nima, right? We said if a, if a, if a kli breaks, kli shir the nifsikav, we said that you can you can tie it in the mikdash, but not in the medina. We said, but it's usher to insert it right to put the string on initially. In the brisa, we said that nima's kli shir that you can't tie it, but rather you can only do a bow. You can't do a knot, rather a bow. So we had, we had two ways, we had two kashas. We tried to understand it. We ended up saying three ways to understand it. Either way, the mishnahs are abanan. Right, that we're talking about a string broke, and the Rabbanon hold like Rabbi Lazar, that Machshirin is mutter if you couldn't do it before. The Brisa is Rav Shimon, who does not hold like Rabbi Lazar at all, right? And therefore, you could, all you could do is Aniva, right, which is not a real Iser, because a Machshirin Deicha. Or we had the second way of answering it, that really it's again the Rabbanon. Again, everybody's saying that if it's Machshirin Shiyafshir La Saisai, the Hainu that it broke, the string broke, then you can do it, right? And, um, the machlagas here is whether it broke in the middle. In the middle, you can kosher. And the ends, uh, from the tzad, since you don't need, it's good enough to do with aniva, so therefore you don't do aniva. And the third way of explaining it was that um, we said that the Mishnah is going to be, uh, <coughs> the Mishnah is Rabbanon, who say you can tie it even when it breaks in the middle, and we're not geyser atu the tzad. And the b'risa was, uh, was Rav where we were going to be geyser atu, that you might come ahead and do it mitzad, and therefore you can only do aniva. Okay, then we, we, we came into the concept of warts. Like we said, we had our Mishnah which said you can be chaytich, yavelas, mikdash, 
not with a Kli. Rabbanon and Pesachim said, you can't. Right? And we had basically three, um, well, four ways of explaining it. One, one number said that either Mishnah here or Pesachim was talking about Belacha, and our Mishnah is talking about Biyad, which is Klacha Yad, right? and therefore it's going to be Durabanon, and therefore Ainshos and Mikdash. And in Pesachim, it's Bikli, right? and it's going to be an Isra Daraisa. That was one way of explaining it. The other way of explaining it was that either way it's biyad, and our Mishnah was talking, uh, the Mishnah of Sachem was talking about Balacha, real Durabanon, right? And it's, therefore it's like Kirkivu, it's like the other cases in the Mishnah. Okay, you could have done it yesterday. Um, and uh, we say that it's Aser. The Yavesh, right? And, that, and that's why it's Aser. And, and our Mishnah is talking about Yavesh, right? That... It's also, and why did, he, why did he want to say that? That it's talking about the Yad Yavish? Because our Mishnah says that if it's Kli, it would be Usr. I don't care if it's Yavish or not. Our Mishnah clearly said Kli is going to be Usr. Now, we asked Akasha on the first Lish, on the first, um, on the first Lashen over here, right? The one that said Balacha, because we said Psachim is only a Shvus, it's not Daraisa. And therefore, you cannot explain the Mishnah of Psachim as talking about Balacha Bikli. That was one way of explaining the stira. Another way was Rav Yasef, right? We said, um, either way, there's a difference between a shvus, a mikdash, right? A carbon, removing a word of a carbon, the mikdash, versus a word on a carbon pesach, which is mikdash, but the medina. Right? There's a difference between shvus, mikdash, mikdash versus shvus, shvus mikdash, the um, medina, okay? If it's outside the mission, it's going to be also. We asked the kasha from the case of Iskufa, we, we answered that, that the Iskufa was a Carmelist. And we asked the kasha from Mashal Shalom Pesach, and we answered according to some on the Amram that at least, um, at least uh, we say that, um, that B'nai Chabura's reason, so that it would be, carbon Pesach is a different situation. We would treat that as if it was a carbon in the base of Mikdash. Third way of answering it was, more simply, that, the, <laughs> that there was a Baal, there was a Baal Machel Kaysa, right? Rabbi Lazar argued in Psachim and said that it was Mutter, it was Daicha, and that is the Mandamar of our Mishnah, okay, and really it's both Rabbi Yezer, okay, um, that you could do Machshirin, I, if so, why can't you use a Kli, if our, if our Mishnah is Rabbi Lezer, why can't you use a Kli, because Rabbi Lezer holds this concept of Kama De'efshem Mishaninan, as much as you can change things, you can change things, you should, like we, like we said, um, when it came to Chavit, like if a Kayan has a wart, right, we said that it must, that Bryson must be Rabbi Yezer, because it says that your friend should remove the wart with his teeth, right? Why with his teeth, not beyond? Because any which way, once we employ this concept of Kamad Mishaninan, should make as much changes as possible. Then we had the final mission that was Kain Shalaka, if you had a boo boo, so you put a band aid on, you put a gemi, okay? And we said that where is the location? Can't be in a place of Begadim because we don't want to run into a Chatzitza issue, okay? We said the Mikdash, you can do this, okay? It's a Tzarech Avoida, okay? even though it could potentially heal. So there were two Lashonas of how to understand this, okay? Rabbi Huda said that you could only use a gemi, not a tzotokaton, because a tzotokaton is a baguette. Rabbi Yechanan said, what are you talking about? You can even use a tzotokaton. Begadim don't matter. Shalabim makam begadim, who cares? Rabbi says, well, it depends. Shalabim makam begadim, that would only... Shalabim makam begadim, if it's three by three, it would be a problem. It would be a problem, Yutir begadim. So he argues from Rabbi Yechanan, who said, Yutir begadim is never going to be a problem. If it's Shalom Makam Begadim. And we wanted to say that Rava could really hold like Rabbi Yehuda because Rabbi Yehuda said Siltokatan is going to be a problem because it's Chashev. And when Rava said three by three, the only time you have a problem with Yitzhak Begadim, if it's three by three Shalom Makam Begadim, three by three could be lapped up. It's three by three for a standard begad, but if it's Siltokatan, which is Chashev, 